Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. On a Friday, Wesley Euler with you here, rocking and rolling solo as a mozies. It got the Friday off. That lucky dog. Although I can't complain. I got some got some good vacation days coming up here in July, so I'm happy to be with Yins on a beautiful B E A beautiful Friday here in the Steel City. As much as I do love doing this show, I also right now cannot wait to get home. Take my daughter, sit out on the deck. She's really into the the blowing bubbles stage now. So, you know, blow some bubbles out on the back deck, maybe throw something on the grill. Eventually, pop the top on some cold ones. It's going to be a good Friday. Going to be a nice weekend here. And, you know, I got about six weeks, five weeks till Steelers training camp. So I got to enjoy myself now because, you know, summer's over a little bit earlier than it is for most when you work in Steelers circles, cousins. (laughs) having some fun as always we got some tweets here that we will get to as we roll along i know you guys oh you got your top five fridays you got your hypothetical fridays we'll get to all of those uh for for my top five friday today speaking of summertime i'm doing top five most refreshing summer foods all right pretty simple just foods no bevies okay just just foods here, no beverages. Top five most refreshing summer foods. The best, just, you know, quite simply the best foods to eat during summer. So if you got an opinion on that, we'll get to that before the end of the show. Uh, I'll get to your guys' tweets, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions. You can get at me on Twitter always, at Wesley Euler. Uh, that is where you find me. Um, if you got questions, if you've got opinions, if you've got anything and everything in between. We'll do some Top 5 Friday Uh either before or after we talked to our buddy Brian Bacco at 1 p.m. But for now, in the first segment of the show, you know, you heard a little bit uh, from Minka Fitzpatrick there and his his um, comments and his availability after uh, signing his five-year extension to keep him in the black and gold. I also uh, mentioned 
you know, a, a pretty prominent name amongst uh, Steelers legends, of course, is Bill Cower, former head coach, Super Bowl winning head coach, uh, and native son of Pittsburgh as well, too. Coach Carr has a special place in all of our hearts. Uh, Bill Cower, let me make sure I got this ready here, all good to go. Uh, he was on the Sirius XM NFL channel this past week, and of course, was asked. Uh, you know, what's going on with the Steelers quarterback situation, right? The story that is not going to go away, I don't think, until sometime in 2023, unless Mitch Trubisky comes out and just absolutely lights it up in the Steelers' role. But then again, I don't think the story would go away because then we would just transition to, okay, what happens with Kenny Pickett? I mean, there's there's going to be a ton of Steelers quarterback um, conversation certainly over the next few months, but I think it's going to extend even beyond that because it's also, you know, to conversation that we haven't had around the Steelers really much at all over the last 20 years. So everyone talking, everyone being asked about the Steelers quarterback competition, right? And one of the things that Motsi and I have gone back and forth on, I've shared the the opinion that um, I, I don't think it's worth having a a three-headed quarterback competition in training camp. That that sooner rather than later, I would like to get that number cut down to two. You only have so many reps. You only have so many practices. I I, I would like it to be a two-man competition for QB one instead of a three-man competition. That's a, an opinion I've I've given here on the Blitz a few times uh, ever since Kenny Pickett was drafted, and you obviously still had Mason Rudolph on the roster, and you obviously had signed Mitch Trubisky. Now three quarterbacks competing to be the guy. Okay, but when does that get cut down to two? And I hope it's sooner rather than later. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, folks, because the Hall of Famer Bill Carr sounds like he agrees. Jimmy, listen, I hate to go back to it, but let's just go back to, to when Neil O'Donnell left. And we sat yeah. there with you in the broom, and we had Cordell Stewart, and we had Mike Tomzak. You know, yep. you have three quarterbacks. And I just remember at that time, I said, okay, we'll try to split it up. It's as you remember, very early on in that process, I asked Cordell to go to receiver because it was just too hard to get three quarterbacks enough reps to that really right. legitimize making a, a very true evaluation. So, you know, I think that's going to be the toughest thing for them to do. Well, there you go. I feel justified in my opinion. I agree. It's it's a lot to evaluate three guys when you've only got so many snaps, you've only got so many padded practices, you've only got three preseason games now instead of four. Uh, eventually, sooner rather than later, I, I think you gotta you you gotta trade one of them. You gotta release one of them. I think we all know most likely who that would be, but. It's it's to me. There's only so much longer that you can that you can make it. You know, legitimately a three way competition before you start to scale that back a little bit and and narrow down your list. And I feel pretty good that I've been saying that now ever since. You know what? What was it? Late April when the Steelers selected Kenny Pickett and had you know three guys in the in the competition. It's something Moats and I talked about at OTAs and minicamp, and it's okay in that setting because that's one of the few times a year you still do have time and you still do have plenty of reps going around. But Latrobe's going to be here soon. July 26th, the players report. And uh, not shortly, or not long after that, I should say, shortly after that, is the Steelers' first preseason game. So some decisions going to have to be made. Uh, Bill Cower sounds like from personal experience as well, too, that he thinks three is too many. Two is good. Three's a crowd. 
Bill Cowher obviously, of course, was asked about the quarterbacks then, right? And sounds like he likes Mitch Trubisky. I do like Mitch Trubisky. I agree with you. I think in the right system, he's athletic. He can get on the perimeter. Um, I think a lot of things that you know that Ben did early in his career that was not doing late in his career, they have that now in that backfield. I think you've got three guys that can move around. There's a lot more uh, athleticism, I would say, back there. But you don't have, again, the veteran guy that's out there making all the calls. So it's going to be a different case. It's a new. It's going to be a new system. And even though you know, you know Mason's got the, the, the up on that because he's been in this system before, but at the same time, I do like Mr. Trubisky. I think when you looked at what he did when he first came into this, the the National Football League, as you said, in Chicago, he did a lot of really good things. He's, he's a guy that's very good outside the pocket, very good on the move, very accurate there. I think he'll fit in well with this offense. I love listening to Bill Cowher talk. Why? Because he sounds like everybody that I grew up with. You hear him there? Around. Around. Absolutely love it. That's just you can you can hear the craft and just just oozing through his vocal cords. Love it. Bill Cower, uh, clearly a fan of Mitch Trubisky. Uh, what's he think about Kenny Pickett? Because that is a significant difference for a college player coming into the pro ranks from the college ranks. The speed of the game; those windows are much much smaller that you have to throw into. The timing has to be there, and there's a lot more uh, diverse looks you're going to get. So. Um, again, those elements of it, Mason and Mitch have seen a lot more in the National Football League, but I think when you look at Kenny Pickett, keep it simple, let him develop into it, let him get his confidence early, and then you can grow with him. And certainly we do all think, uh, as we stand here today in the middle of June, sit here today in the middle of June, maybe some of you are even laying here today in the middle of June, uh, we do all kind of feel like that's the plan for now, that it will be, you know, barring anything unforeseen, surprising performances or obviously injuries uh it will be mitch trubisky's uh job to start the season and that and that they will be patient with uh with kenny pickett the first round pick so there you go bill cower on the steelers quarterback situation again that all uh via sirius xm nfl channel um and I just I thought that that was that was good conversation. That was interesting stuff from uh, from the Steelers' former head coach, Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, Pittsburgh native, Bill Carr. Hey, thanks, Coach. I'll see you around. There's <laughs> as someone who spent my whole life in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, yeah, I went to college at WVU, but it's like that's like 80 minutes away, and you're still home half the year on breaks when you're in. You get like four months for summer and a month for Christmas. You're still home almost half the year when you're in college. And I, you know, I, I obviously I, I lived in Ohio for a few years and Philly for a few years. So essentially, my whole life, except for about five years of it, I've lived in Pittsburgh, and I'm 31 years old. There's certain words that when you know when born and raised Pittsburghers pronounce them. You just know that the person is from here. And Arand is one of those words. Yeah, I see Arand. Hey, Ian's going to be around for the game next week. <laughs> love me some Coach Cower. Steeler Nation 920 tweets and says, love me some Coach Cower. Yeah, I think we all do. I mean, he's a very likable guy, Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, and of course, you know, one of our own. He's one of our own. He's one of our own. Bill Cower, he's one of our own. Shout out, big shout out to Coach Carr. 
on this Friday. We got a bunch of tweets, like I said, going to get to those in just a few minutes. Rod Dalla tweets us and says, I'm just glad we got the mink signed. The mink and freakazoid Terrell Edmonds will do work this season. I, I'm very cautiously optimistic that that's going to be the case. Those guys both had to do way too much in run support last season. They, they just did. That's why Minka Fitzpatrick led the team in tackles. That's why Minka Fitzpatrick had more tackles than any defensive back in the NFL. The run game was getting gashed to the left. It was getting gashed to the right, and it was getting gashed up the middle. And Edmonds and Minka, they, they had to be there to stop the bleeding in that regard. This season... I hope that that's not going to be the case. Tyson Alawalu is back healthy. You, you, you've got some guys that have emerged like Wormley and Loudermilk that are capable. You've got DeMarvin Leal in the mix as well, too. You bring in Miles Jack. I think Alex Highsmith showed improvement in the run game next year. Uh, when he talked to Arthur Motes and I during OTAs right here on SNR, uh, he mentioned how that's something that he's been you know, cognizant of and working on as well, too, to continue to improve in the run game, not just focused on solely getting sacks, which can be easy for edge rushers to do because that's what everyone talks about, right, is that sack number, and that quite often – is how you get paid the big bucks. But Highsmith, cognizant of needing to uh, continue to improve in the run defense as well, too. Um, and you've got some short tacklers in the secondary. So I, I do think that there's reason for optimism that that Minka and Edmonds will be able to get back to doing some of, you know, what they do best. And Edmonds is certainly a guy, you know, more, more built to play close to the line of scrimmage and help in the run game, without a doubt. But if the, you know, if, if the Steelers' front seven – can take care of business in that regard, or front six, right? Depending on whatever whatever type of a, a package they're in on defense, then then I think you're going to see uh, some really uh, productive outings from from Minka Fitzpatrick and Edmonds. Those guys are, are got a lot of chemistry together. I think it's something like 46 starts together. I want to say is the number. Don't quote me on that, but I think I if I'm not right, I think I'm maybe only one or two off. Uh, I think they've got like 46 starts together. Minka's got his new deal, so he'll be a full participant. Um, you know, won't be a hold-in, which will be helpful as well, too. They'll be able to do more together. Edmonds, just with the one-year deal, you got to think, right, he's still got something to prove. He's still looking for either the Steelers or somebody else in the league to give him a long-term investment in a contract. Um, so I think there is, like I said, again, a lot of reasons to be optimistic um, that you're right, Rod Dalla, that those two are going to do work this season. You know, speaking of Minka Fitzpatrick, one more thing here that I want to play for you. Uh, he chat. He caught up uh, just a few minutes with Mike Persuda of the DVE morning show. Um, and I, and I thought, you know, uh, echoed some of the sentiments that, that he had in his press conference that we played earlier, but he talks more about Brian Flores here. And he talks more as well too, about how he's changed since he arrived from the dolphins here in his sit down with Mike Persuda as well. Take a listen. running up the field, and that is Minka Fitzpatrick. He has been an absolute difference maker. Minka, the organization obviously made it a priority to get this contract extension worked out. The fans wanted it very badly. Why was it important to you to extend and continue your career with the Steelers? Yeah, uh, you know, Pittsburgh is a, is a great, great organization. Uh, I've had a lot of success the last, the last few years. Still learning, still growing. Um, I'm, com- I'm comfortable, but also challenged at the same time with, with being here. And, uh, you know, I think it's a, a, a healthy envir- environment for myself, for my family, for our future. So uh, we just wanted to get it done, wanted to get it done before camp, knock it out of the way. So there was no uh, no uh, 
uh, interference in that sense in preparation. So, so uh, you know, we're happy, we're blessed, we're fortunate to, to have gotten it done when we did. And, uh, you know, now we're just ready to, to handle business. You mentioned you're still growing. How are you different as a player and maybe as a person from the guy the Steelers traded for in 2019? Uh, I think I'm, I'm a whole lot more uh, uh, just aware of the, of the player that I am. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I think at that time I was still finding out who I was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't even play the position that I got traded for until I got to Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really play any free safety for real until, until I got here. So I was still learning, still developing, still learning the defense, you know what I'm saying, uh, as I was playing. Uh, so I never got to really solidify and find out my identity as a player. And I think right now I know who I am. I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses. I could, uh, I really found a good routine in my study, in, in my tape. And, uh, you know, with the help of Coach T, T uh, TA, uh, uh, Grady, all those guys uh, helping me out uh, and challenging me. So I think, um, the only difference is I know who I am as a player. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I know what I need to get better at and, and uh, really focus on. Who are you? Are you comfortable talking about that guy, that player? I think um, you know, I'm, I'm an athletic guy, a versatile guy, a guy that uses his IQ along with the, the athleticism and, uh, and, and, and versatility. If you ask anybody about me on the team, they'll, they'll say I'm a passionate guy and I love what I do. So I think that just trickles over into every single area of of how I play the game. So I think, uh, like, like I said, I'm, 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 athlete, I'm an athlete who's smart and, and loves the game. And I think those, those are uh, uh, who I am. A couple of us uh, in the media spoke with uh, Terrell Edmonds and Camp Sutton during mandatory veteran mini camp. And uh, Edmonds said that you were impactful even though you weren't practicing 11 on 11. Uh, camp Sutton said that your presence was felt uh, how, how did you make sure your presence was felt, and was that a priority for you while you were getting this stuff worked out? Yeah, no, it was definitely a priority for me because uh, I didn't want guys to think that I was shut off, that I was uh, just just lax and, and, and sitting back and, and enjoying the ride. Uh, you know, I was still working out on my own, challenging myself, and, uh, and and I was watching every single play, taking a mental rep every single play. If I seen something, I'll coach a guy up, and if I seen something I liked, I'll you know take a note, mental note of it. And, and, uh, and put it in my back pocket, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's definitely important for, for me to show the other guys that, you know, I'm locked in even though uh, uh, I'm not on the field with them, uh, practicing full speed, that uh, I wanted them to know that I'm, I'm committed to, to winning. I'm committed to challenging not just myself, but everybody around me uh, to a high standard. So uh, I try to do that and, and just be present and be vocal when I, when I could be. And, uh, you know, but also let the guys that were on the field do what they got to do. So, I've also got some uh, changes on the defensive staff. Terrell Austin has been here, but now he's the defensive coordinator. And Brian Flores, a guy that you probably know as well, if not better than anybody around here, has been added to the staff. How do you see uh, those guys impacting what takes place? Yeah, T.A. T.A. is a real smart, smart guy. He was our DB coach uh, since I, since I got here. I think I think that was his first year. Um, it was the year I got traded here. Uh, he's a really smart guy. He's been in D.C. in the league already, has had success in the league already. Uh, uh, he brings a, a different perspective, you know what I'm saying, because uh, he hasn't been rooted in, in Pittsburgh Steeler, you know, uh, defense for a long time. So he brings another perspective, and uh, him and Coach T are two great minds that just feed off of each other. 
uh, consistently, and uh, you know he's fun to play for. He, he played the game, he, he loves the game, and uh, he's passionate about it. So it's easy to play for a guy like him. And uh, Brian Flores, another guy, he's been a head coach before. Uh, he's had success in the league before, and uh, in, in other roles. And uh, he's a smart guy. He's, he lives to a high standard, moves to a high standard, and he he expects everybody to to do the same. And I think uh, having a guy like him in in, in the room, just in the defensive room, is, is good for us for sure. You've got the uh, defending AFC champs in your division. Uh, is that a good thing? Just focus on that. If you beat the Bengals, you should be able to beat everybody else. Yeah. I, no, I think um, whoever's in front of us, that's, that's who we got to play. You know what I'm saying? That's who we got to face. Uh, obviously, you know, an extra chip that, that they're going to have on their shoulder and an extra target they're going to have on, on their back. But, you know, when, when, we, when we line up from anybody in the league, we see them as a, a coach, he likes to say, a nameless gray face. And that's no disrespect. There's no snot minimizing who they are, but it's saying that no matter who they are, no matter who's in front of you, you got to approach them uh, as, as an NFL player, as, as a guy who gets paid to be a professional football player, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that means you approach it at your, your A++ game, no matter who's in front of you. So if it's Cincinnati, the defending uh, AFC North champs or AFC champs uh, uh, or a team that went 0-16, we're approaching the game the same way, and that's, that's, that's in a, a dominant uh, uh, no give type type way. Make appreciate the time. We'll look forward to seeing you at St. Vincent College. Yes, I appreciate you. Mike Pursuta there, of course, he of Steelers.com and the WDVE morning show. Great stuff uh, from Pursuta and Minka Fitzpatrick there. If you want the visual element to that, you want to see those two strapping young men. I know Pursuta would appreciate that. Those two strapping young men uh, with your own eyeballs as well. Uh, Steelers.com if you want the visual element of that video as well. Wesley Euler with you here. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. In about 10 minutes from now, our buddy Brian Backo of the Post-Gazette will join me to talk all things Minka Fitzpatrick extension and, uh, you know, all the goofiness that occurs on this program on a Friday. I did want to get to some of your tweets before we get to Mr. Backo, as it is a hypothetical Friday. It is a top five Friday. But Jason tweets us and says, here's some black and gold Homer logic for you. Okay, I love this. I like where this is going. Last year, we signed TJ to an extension. He went on to win Defensive Player of the Year. We just signed Minka Fitzpatrick to an extension. What are the odds he wins Defensive Player of the Year this year? See, I like where you're going, Jason. I like this. Hey, you know what they say. History does repeat itself. Um, I would say the odds aren't great because kind of what I just alluded to a little bit when we were talking about Alex Highsmith a few minutes ago, a defensive player of the year, it quite often, it, it, it can be a bit of a stat award. And by stat award, I mean a sack award. You know, we, we all know that Aaron Donald's an incredibly disruptive force, but the years that he was winning defensive player of the year – there's a lot of those years where he was putting up crazy sack numbers. Same with J.J. Watt. T.J. Watt wins DPOY last year after tying Michael Strahan's single-season sack record. To be a defensive back and win Defensive Player of the Year, it's it's happened. I mean, Stephon Gilmore did it a few years ago, right? But it's difficult. I mean, look, Xavier Howard has had double-digit interception years and hasn't really gotten close to it. Uh, I believe Diggs had double-digit interceptions last year and didn't really get close to it. It's just hard as a defensive back. I mean, you would have to have close to 10-ish interceptions, some forced fumbles. The Steelers' secondary would have to be elite as a whole. I just think it's, it's, it's almost like non-quarterbacks on offense, right? It's really hard to win MVP award unless you're the quarterback, it's really hard to win a defensive player of the year award unless you're going after the quarterback. 
I'm not saying that that's fair. I'm not saying that I agree with that. I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you what they are. So I would say not great odds. Um, But how about this, Jason? He could have a year certainly good enough where he deserves to at least be mentioned in the conversation. I think if that's the case, uh, we'll like what we're seeing from number 39 out there uh, in 2022. Dehev tweets, hypothetical Friday. I like these as well, too. Deshaun Watson gets suspended for the year. Baker Mayfield finds a new home. The Browns pick up the phone and make a trade offer for Mason Rudolph. You making a deal. (laughs) David, here's all I'll say. It's got to be... It's got to be an offer I can't refuse. Uh, Yeah, if Cleveland wants Mason Rudolph bad enough. I know you guys don't have any draft picks because you just gave them all up for Deshaun Watson, but give me a third-round pick and I'll trade you Mason Rudolph. Or give me a conditional fourth-round pick. You know, if you guys make the playoffs, it bumps up and I'll give you Mason Rudolph. But it would have to be a a godfather-type, a deal that I could not refuse to help out the Cleveland Brands. Uh, let's see here. It is top five Friday. Before I give you my uh, five most refreshing summertime foods, that's what we're doing today. Steeler Nation 920 uh, has some top five Friday questions for me. He wants to know my top five favorite chicken wing flavors. Oh, man, that's hard to do on the spot. Um, how about no specific? Because if I try to do this in specific order, it would take way too long, and I don't think it would make for very compelling radio either. How about I'll just give you my top five not in any specific order. One is just a classic buffalo wing, right? You got to have the good buffalo sauce that's got just enough heat and smoke to it, but also some some sweetness as well, too, in that buffalo sauce, right? That's got to be in there for me. A classic, a gold sauce is certainly in there for me, 100%. Um, Cajun, like I'm, a, I'm just a dry rub Cajun kind of wing guy. Lemon pepper. Ooh. Ooh. Garlic parm. Final answer. Those are my top five. I'm sure I'll be driving home from now in about an hour thinking, ah, I should have said this instead. Top five favorite Steelers of our era. Again, no specific order. Well, I can get Troy Polamalu number one. And then after that, no specific order. Um, Joey Porter, Santonio Holmes, Cam Hayward, Arthur Motes. Top five. Uh, things about Heinz Field. Last but not least from Steeler Nation. I know you like how I put moats in there as well too, baby. Top five favorite things about Heinz Field. Okay, again, no particular order. Number one, the location. I mean, right on the water, looking right into Pittsburgh. It's absolutely gorgeous, darling. And it's really easy for me to get home from Heinz. I mean, I can get to Heinz Field from my house in like 20 minutes. It's great. It's an easy drive. Location. Man, this is a tough one. Favorite things about Heinz Field. Okay, the Heinz ketchup bottle. I can say that at least for now. I don't know how much longer it's going to be there. Heinz ketchup bottle. That's number two. Number three, all my black and gold clad yinzers waving their terrible towels. All right? Number four. Ooh. Renegade. And number five, when WVU wins there in September. Going to take a break here. When we come back on the other side, we'll get to Brian Backo, and we'll do more Top 5 Friday, most refreshing summer food. So if you've got an opinion on that, you know where to get at me if you want to get involved with the show. We'll talk to Mr. Backo 
all things Steeler related, his thoughts on the Minka Fitzpatrick contract extension and more when we return. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.